Joe Biden warned Americans, if you want to take him out, you're going to need an F-15. Or, you know, stairs leading up to an F-15 or any plane or a bicycle or really just a stiff breeze or COVID. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republican. We're going to get started here in just a minute. You know, it's interesting because Joe Biden is running around calling all Republicans semi-fascists or fascists or ultra MAGA or whatever the whatever the hell he's doing. And then he uh, says, hey, by the way, I'm going to I'm going to shoot Americans with F-15 missiles and I'm going to fly my F-15s around and bomb citizens of this country, which really I'm going to be honest with you. If you look at people that act and, and talk and think like fascists. The guy that says, hey, I'm the president, do what I, I tell you, and if you don't like it, I'm going to bomb you with an F-15, that guy screams fascist to me. And, you know, the other guy that's running around saying, make America great again, those guys seem, well, those guys seem like they have way, you know, they just seem way more American. And it's, it's, it's this weird dichotomy that continues to happen. But, but Joe Biden, he's on the attack. He's on the offensive. He's seen the poll numbers. He knows what's going on in the midterms. He knows where America stands. He knows that even though he's tried to jail his opponent multiple times, they uh, they failed miserably. Oh, by the way, the FBI released photos. This is really interesting to me. I'm not under. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. I understand uh, how the DOJ is operating. They used to talk about secrecy and that they need, you know, they need to be uh, they need to work in the shadows. They can't have this affidavit out there. It needs to be heavily redacted. They need to be able to protect their sources and their investigation. And then when they get pushed back on that, they go, all right, all right, fine. And they release even more information. They're releasing photos now of top secret documents. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why are they releasing photos of top secret documents? Okay, they're not. They're releasing photos of top secret documents that have been covered with pieces of paper that say top secret documents. So we're, again, just supposed to believe <laughs> that these documents are top secret, uh, even though, you know, We'd, we, I mean, it's like, imagine, for example, if you took a picture of a blank sheet of paper, but you wanted people to think it was more than a blank sheet of paper. So you wrote on another sheet of paper, top secret, covered up that first piece of paper and then took a photo saying this document is so secret. I had to cover it up so that you couldn't see the contents. I don't know if they're trying to strengthen their case. I don't know if they're trying to make themselves look ridiculous, but I feel like only one of those two things is happening. And again, I'm no lawyer. I've never argued a case in court. I've seen a really bad lawyers do it over and over again. But every single day that this happens, every time Donald Trump goes on Truth Social and says something or accuses the FBI of doing something or anytime they get negative publicity, which they're getting a lot of lately, it seems like this is how they retaliate. They come back with some kind of new piece of information that they didn't want to apparently release in the first place, but now they're forced to because they need to win the battle in the court of public opinion. This is the problem with the Democrats. They're, they don't need to win the battle in the court of public opinion. They just need to win the battle in court. And when you start publicizing your, um, your information, when you start publicizing your evidence, it shows that you think your evidence is weak. If you're trying to start convincing people that this man is guilty of these heinous crimes of of you know hoarding national secrets, of, of breaking the law, of, of being just a terrible guy... If you're trying to convince people of that, then you don't, you know, you wait until you're in, in the court of law. You don't have to, if you're doing that in, in the court of public opinion or on social media or in the media, it means that you think you have a weak case and you're trying to turn the tide of the country against this guy. It also shows that you don't really care uh, about what law he's broken. You are trying to besmirch his image on a national level. What the hell was that? 
You're trying to besmirch his image on a national level. You're trying to tell people this guy is bad and you should not vote for him. If you really just wanted to get criminals in jail, you wouldn't make all this stuff public. If you're trying to publicly assassinate somebody's political career or somebody's, you know, public their image, then this is exactly what you'd be doing. And this is exactly what the FBI and the DOJ is doing. Uh, so they become less of a law enforcement agency and more of a marketing company. They're, they're, they're out there trying to create a political uh, hit job in the press, which is interesting because, again, I, don't, I, I looked at the mission statement. I don't see that anywhere in either of those two organizations. The other thing is, if you're really interested in putting Donald Trump in jail, why would you put all this stuff out there in the media? Because what you're really doing is you're tainting the pool of people who can now say they don't know anything about this particular trial. They don't know anything about this particular case. I mean, Donald Trump is the most famous man in the world. He's not going to, everybody knows about him. Uh, It's going to be very difficult to find a jury of his peers, someone who has been, who has been isolated from this information and can look at it in a clear, unbiased way. That's going to be damn near impossible to find, especially 12 of them. Uh, And with the DOJ putting more and more of this information out there, I mean, you may have, you may not be able to find anyone who doesn't know who Donald Trump is, but you may have been able to find somebody who wasn't sure about Mar-a-Lago, wasn't sure about what was taken, wasn't sure about these top secret documents, may not know anything about that. I mean, sure, there's people that there's people that have been living under a rock. But now that you keep putting it out there, you keep publishing it, you keep showing us photos and telling us what was going on and doing interviews on all the cable news networks, you're 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 basically diluting that pool of people who can give Donald Trump a fair trial if he is ever indicted, which I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think he's going to be. So there's a lot going on here that just goes to prove that Joe Biden is fishing. Joe Biden has no idea what's going on. Joe Biden and the Democrats are scared that Republicans are going to take back uh, power of the country, which they need to. And it's uh, and it's really, you know, and and they keep showing their cards. Uh, Anytime some anytime the media demands that you show evidence or demands that you do something as a law enforcement agency and you give in to them, it means you think your case is weak. And when you start volunteering information, which is exactly what they did yesterday, it, it means that you know your case is weak and you're trying to get people to, to be interested in something that may or may not have happened. Um, now, with, speaking of which, speaking of taking back control of the com- country, and this is really important because, you know, well, you know, it's not just an election, folks. It is definitely the life and blood of this country. I mean, if, if, if Joe Biden, if Joe Biden gets his way, if he maintains control of the Senate and the House of Representatives, he's going to go after AR-15s. And if anybody on the opposing side says over my dead body, he's going to fly an F-15 into your house and, and bomb you. That's what he said yesterday in, in Wilkes-Barre. Um, so he's getting tough. You know, when you get to the end of your life, when you're, when you're struggling, when you realize your power is about to go, you start doing and saying things that are, that are really bizarre. Um, and this is, I think, what, this is, I think, what Joe Biden is doing now. He's looking at these these House races and he's seeing that not just Republicans are winning, but Donald Trump backed Republicans are winning in droves. He's looking at these Senate races and he's seeing that, you know, okay, there there may be some chance to hold the Senate, but John Fetterman, that guy is horrible. He doesn't want to campaign with Biden. He's had a stroke. He's mumbling around. Dr. Oz, while he may not be the best candidate either, which I remember telling somebody, he's out there flailing. He's out there. He's not doing the job that he was supposed to do. Uh, you got the Georgia race, which notice you don't hear about the Georgia race anymore. And that's because it's too close. If they, if they thought they could win the Georgia race, if they thought that Herschel Walker 
were uh, were were you know a viable candidate that they could take out, then they would be hammering Georgia. But all you hear about is Pennsylvania because they are. And, I mean, and that's the thing: the attention goes where the Democrats are most likely to win. And that's why they're they're just pounding Pennsylvania, man. They've got millions. Of, that's why Joe Biden went there. He's not going to Georgia. He's not going to Atlanta. I think Raphael Warnock's done. I think they see what's going on in Georgia. They remember what happened last time. Now you've got the uh, you've got the the uh, judges subpoenaing or forcing the governor to go and testify. It's a me- I mean, it's a political mess. It's one of the most corrupt states we've ever seen. One of the most corrupt political systems ever. So you got to watch where the Democrats put their attention and they're putting their attention in Pennsylvania, which means they believe that's a winnable state. Probably it is. I mean, Dr. Oz, if he loses to a socialist with a stroke who, who is in, by the way, they, uh, they answered the call yesterday. We talked about how Dr. Oz and his campaign, they were all for five, five times. They've asked John Fetterman to do a debate five times and his campaign staff finally came back and said, I'm sorry, the uh, Lieutenant governor is not going to debate. He's currently in, in speech therapy, trying to regain the ability to speak after the stroke he suffered on primary day. Now, again, this is a guy that the Democrats think can be the next senator from the state of Pennsylvania, and he currently cannot speak. He's in speech therapy. Also, can Joe Biden get the number of that speech therapist? Because he's president of the United States, and he could use some help too. So it's going to be very interesting. Uh, but, but Joe Biden's spending a lot of time in Pennsylvania, threatening people in Pennsylvania, pounding money in Pennsylvania. And I think that's because they believe that's where, that's where they, they have the best shot of winning a race. Georgia, they're ignoring. Wisconsin, they're kind of ignoring too. Either they think they've already wrapped it up, which, they, which is always a danger for the Democrats, or uh, they just believe that it's unwinnable based on the, the, the primary elections that they've seen and the passion behind the conservative base in this country to finally right some of these wrongs and get some of these jerkbags out of office. And I think the Senate is, look, the House of Representatives is important. If we get both the Senate and the House of Representatives, that is a surefire sign to the Democrats that we know what they're up to. We're not going to stand for it and we're going to fight back. And it would cripple, cripple Joe Biden for the next two years, cripple him even more so than uh, COVID or falling up a flight of stairs would cripple them. Um, and that's saying a lot. Uh, anyway, listen, thanks so much for listening today. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on, on Google Play if we're still there, although I think they took us down. Subscribe on, on, on Spotify, wherever you happen to listen. We would love for you to subscribe and also leave a comment and share it with everybody you know. Share it with your friends and family. That'd be super cool um, because I think, you know, we together we can spread the message that America is a great country. It's under attack, but together we can all save the Republic.